Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Arc Building. I am your host, Joe Musedla. So grateful to be here with you this evening. Um, and uh, I, I'm excited this evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm really excited. I, I have with me uh, my uh, my twin brother, uh, Sean Musedla. Sean, you want to give a quick hi to everyone? How you doing, folks? Good to be here. All right. Um ladies and gentlemen, like you know, I didn't have Sean on last time, but uh kind of where we or where I was talking about was I was I was looking at uh oh my goodness, my brain almost locked up there. Uh Genesis, we were looking at Genesis and we were looking at uh the lineage, the the line that genetic material that was carried uh in the ark that 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 the God was going to use to replenish the earth, uh, you know, you, uh, we were just now starting to focus on the sons Shem, Ham, and uh, Japheth, and we looked at. I read some other verses that were uh, showing us where to go as far as um, where to go in our minds, really, uh, where God would like us to go is, is, is always, uh, looking from the beginning to the end and the end to the beginning in a, uh, well, an isochronal matter of, of, uh, of viewing his eschatology, uh, meaning that it always repeats. But I, when I look at that, you know, my mind, uh, the lens sometimes or the focus is is usually looking for the end from the beginning and i i read from uh several verses pertaining to that and then we got into uh well just seeing in one verse how magnificent the lord our god really is but uh for this show for this evening um you know i was in prayer and the lord my god just really put some things on my heart and so we're, we're going to take you know ladies and gentlemen this can still be useful in arc building and building your arc and i, I think it's one of the, it, this is almost a, a foundational thing as well so you can actually add all these verses to your foundation as well as as your daily walk so that we're not deviating from building our arcs whatsoever but we're we're going to deviate a little bit from the uh from the lineage that we were at. We were going from uh, Noah's sons, and we were following that lineage. And I, I hope you took the time to read, because it's really awesome to follow that lineage from Noah's sons, <laughs> excuse me, all the way up to uh, Abraham. And and we get to see the, uh, well, the parent prophecy or the parenthetical prophecy given to Abraham that all other prophecy is really based upon. But uh, for this show, I, I kind of wanted to touch on something that the Lord really put on my heart. And and I, I spoke to Sean. Uh, and we don't really, 
uh, we just ride. Uh, we get a little idea of what God's been putting on either one of our hearts, and then we just hit the record button and we just ride. So um, <laughs> these are really not, yeah, these are really not. Uh, well, praise His name, you know, praise the Lord, my God's name. So this evening, I wanted to talk about. I'm going to go to. Uh, I'm going to go to Isaiah here because. Uh, let's see, and, and this is in the interest. I'm going to. I'm going to. We're going to shoot forward in our minds just a hair. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I do apologize. We will. We will get, I don't want to say back, because we're not really getting back. We're just looking at a different view of what we're actually, what the Lord our God wants us to see. I'm just giving you the punchline. Basically, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ says that he is going to, at the latter chapters of the 66 books, that he is going to rule and reign with a rod of iron. That he is going to forge two sticks into a rod. And literally in those lineages uh, between Shem, Ham, and Japheth, as well as the three wives of, uh, oh my gosh, um, Sean, help me out here. <laughs> Just for kind of, I can see his. Uh, the three, the three wives of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. No, of uh, the lineage there. Oh my goodness, I can see it, but I can't say it. Um, I got Isaiah on the brain for a second there. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, of uh, the parent prophecy that I was speaking of. Of Abraham and thank, Isaac and Jacob. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you. I could see it, but I... <laughs> like I said, we don't rehearse this at all. Um so, anyways, this this actually has everything to do with that. But I, I wanted to look at something of, of how can we how can we do right? How you know what are we going to be judged off of? And and, and how can we? I don't want to say rule and reign, but I, I guess how, how that would be correct. I, I would say that, but I, I guess, you know, I guess walk in righteousness mm -hmm. is is where my, my mind is going. Sean, do you have a better way of explaining that? You know what I'm getting at here. Well, I think, I think you're correct that we are called to, you know, we are called as kings and priests and in... In Jesus Christ, we are called to to rule and reign in this lifetime. And, and what does that look like? Well, it looks like Jesus is being a servant. And and uh, so I, you know, but the, you know, there, there's there's so many facets to that because you know Jesus wasn't a pushover either. But there again, you know, we see the lion and the lamb within him, and so we're trying to emulate that the best that we can by uh, the, the nudgings and 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 sometimes the direct words of the Holy Spirit. That helps. <laughs> no, that does help. That does help. It helps if I unmute, too, when I go to talk. Um, so I'm going to read from Isaiah 8. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start. You know, let's see. 
I'm going to start at 8.13. Uh, Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself and let him be your fear and let him be your dread. And he shall be for a sanctuary, and he sh- and he shall be for a sanctuary, but for a stone of stumbling, and for a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel, for a gin and for a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and many among them shall stumble and fall and be broken and be snared and taken, bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples. And I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and will look, and I will look for him. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. And when he, and when they shall say unto you, Seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep and and that mutter should not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead to the law and to the testimony if they speak not according to this word it is because there is no light in them And I suggest you read on. You know, I'm going to finish it. Actually, I'm going to have. I'm going to finish. Yeah, I'm going to finish. As as one of my good friends says, gumption. Uh, have the gumption to finish. <laughs> uh, here's so here's some here's some gumption. Um, and they shall pass through it, hardly bestead, and hungry. And it shall come to pass that when they shall be hungry, they shall fret themselves and curse their king and their God and look upward. And they shall look unto the earth and behold trouble and darkness, dimness and anguish, and they shall be driven to darkness. Now that was in the KJV. Um, and I normally, but I, I kind of like this one in the KJV. It it, it gives you uh, the NASB. I I, I I always like, but this one gives you a little punch. Um, and I and I probably didn't emphasize on the the, the questioning in eight nineteen as much as I, I should have. But you know, my goodness, he he talks about so much in this ver- in these verses here, and especially the children. He's talking about one of the sticks. And those that will dwell in Mount Zion. Um, it makes me shudder just a little bit when I read that. Um, and, and, and we'll, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what I'm saying, I do apologize. And I hope you do. And, and, and we will be getting to that. And you'll shudder right along with me when we uh, when we read that again. But... Uh, find up the testimony and see seal the law I just the law and the testimony the law and the testimony and that's what was put on my heart today in prayer and uh, so no better place ladies and gentlemen than let's go to uh, I'm going to read out the NESB and uh, Exodus 20 
the uh, 20th chapter, first verse. Now this is uh, well. This is this is Moses giving the children the the Ten Commandments. This is uh, one of the sticks that we can forge in our own lives to, uh, to make a rod of iron. Now there are different things that we can do, but this is for tonight. We'll just focus on this. I mean, we could we could go into the Greek and the Hebrew of of, of using both those languages to forge our a rod of understanding, but uh, for tonight, just the, at our feet are. When I think of these, when I think of this, I just think of our feet touching a surface of gold and that we should remember to maybe take off our sandals. Then spoke, then God spoke all these words saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery you shall have no other gods before me you shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth you shall not worship them or serve them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God, visiting iniquity on the fathers of the children, on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the Lord your God in vain, the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of the Lord your God. In it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male or your female servants or your cattle or your sojourner who stays with you. For six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your mother and your father that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord gives you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to to your neighbor. All the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, speak to us yourself and we will listen, but let but let not God speak to us, for we will die.
Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you, and in order that you fear of him may remain with you, so that you do not sin. Um, so, wow. Um, so there is, well, one stick. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Uh, Sean, anything you want to add? I mean, he's pretty, <laughs> he pretty much lays it all out. Uh, you know what I think I think I, you know if you want to read from you know the other stick Matthew 5 because he he almost reiterates these 10 things the the law mm-hmm. but uh gives it uh in a little different way in the beatitudes Okay Yeah we can do that Okay All right I got the um, NASB here, I'll start in uh, 5 here. And, and, of course, this is, you know, uh, Jesus, uh, the Sermon on the Mount. Um, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began teaching them. Uh, let me just back up just a little bit. He he Before he goes to this, you know, he, he calls his disciples and such like that, but he has done a tremendous amount of healing and such. So as he's talking to this people, um, he is literally using the people as examples and, and touching them and pointing to them. And they're, it's a very intimate setting of what they're in. So uh, as we go through this, let's keep that in mind. Um, He opened his mouth and began to teach them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. <coughs> Excuse me. And we we agreed to continue on to 20. Was that correct? You know what? Uh, Where do we want to stop there? Because then we go into the, you know, the salt and light. You know what, Sean? I Let's just keep going, dude. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm, 20. I'm really feeling this. Let's let's just go. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? 
It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket. But the lampstand and gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish it, but to fulfill. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth passes away, not the smallest letter or the stroke shall pass away from the law until it is accomplished. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them he shall be great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And of course, he, he goes from there to kind of break down uh, some of these things and kind of get into daily life, um, much much like what happened in in Exodus, where God, you know, gives the Ten Commandments and then breaks down. Um, from there into daily life of what it's supposed to look like to live in this law compared to the surrounding nations. Well, I'll go ahead and stop there. Yeah. Um, so you have both the law and the testimony. Um, two sticks that you can forge in your own life and, well, rule and reign, let those rule and reign in your life. Um, and as a dear brother recommended that, uh, well, you got two back pockets. In one back pocket, you should probably have the Ten Commandments written. and the other one, you should have the Beatitudes. And... If you uh, if you're in question of one, then read the other. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't uh, I can't agree more with that, uh, especially right now. Oh my goodness, there is this is something to really take serious. Um, this is really serious to be. You know, I I don't know how else to say that. This is. As a matter of fact, it's deadly serious. This this is uh I don't know how else to say that. Well, I mean you're exactly right. We see that with um uh in the book of Acts with Ananias and Sapphiras. You know, they uh sold their land and then we're like, Well, you know, uh we got X much X amount for it, and we're going to hand all this over to you. And they basically kept back some, and um, were like, uh, you know, no one's going to know about it. And uh, Peter's like, hey, you know, these young men are at the door to carry your body out. And both of them, you know, at the short end of that that, that story, they both dropped dead. Um, you know, grace has always been there. We have this teaching in the church that first we have the law and now we have grace. But if we look at it, 
it, the grace is so precious. And we look at the Beatitudes compared to the, the Ten Commandments. I mean, it's, it's, it's stricter yet. It's even almost more impossible to live up to than even the law was. And this is because we have the Holy Spirit living within us. Um, everything that's given to us by Him is, is just precious. And He's not wanting us to just treat it uh, um, with lasciviousness, just, just treat it, you know, like it's any old thing, but everything that he's given, uh, especially grace-wise, uh, has cost at a, a great price. And um, he wants wants us to know that, you know, that, uh, yeah, we're probably going to make some mistakes along the way, and we should always return to him on those mistakes to be cleaned up and to uh, to be, to right the wrongs and what have you, and and clean up our side of the street and maybe even the neighbors if we need to um, but not just to um, abuse the grace and I, I think that goes for both the Ten Commandments and definitely the Beatitudes no I uh, wow that was uh, well said well said Sean I was kind of uh <sighs> Yeah, just a little. I get emotional uh, a little bit when I read that. Um, you know, either 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 one, but especially especially the the knowing. Well, I guess both of them just just bring about some emotion. You know, as as far as that uh, that sacrifice. And that right. that we're not to take that lightly whatsoever. That uh, that covering. That uh, that that came at great cost, and I'm very, you know, humbled, very, very humbled by that, and very grateful. And uh, well, I can just take a, a a slight trip down memory lane and be reminded very quickly of why that grace is needed and and why that. Uh, that that he loved me enough to do to to give his only son that uh, I might enter in to that promise to his promise that was given mm. and uh you know it's not something that's something that uh I don't take very lightly um and and I know it sometimes uh <laughs> I can enter into dangerous situations uh because I, I always want to see the best in everyone before uh before I, I want to see anything bad in them. Um and so you know I'm like you said, you know, we're uh, to be what does he say uh Oh, harmless as doves, but uh, shrewd or wise as vipers or serpents. And uh, I think, uh, well, maybe sometimes I, I do lack that wisdom because I just want to believe that uh, everyone has good intentions. <laughs> 
but uh goodness 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 um well, I think everybody, uh, not everybody, but I'm going to say a good majority of people do have good intentions. It's just that we, um, uh, as the scripture says, that as a man looks in the mirror and then he forgets what he looks like, uh, I think as the day goes on or as our circumstances become greater than, than our identity, <laughs> and while we may have had the best of intentions, we, we actually forget our, our new identity and uh, we don't put that first and foremost of um, um, and, it, and, it, and it's difficult because we can't always see it we can't always feel it we can't always um, it's, it's about a knowing it's about sometimes a discipline um, and sometimes um, being sensitive to the to the Holy Spirit of going with that still small voice saying um Turn around, um, or right. <laughs> look here, or where, <laughs> whatever. Right. Maybe the situation that we were like, no, no, I got this, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, and then we're like, I, I need, re- <laughs> I repent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you, I get you, but you know, it's it's worth it though. It's it's worth it. It's worth. It's worth that pain. It's worth that anger. You know, if you can, if you can bring one, one, you snatch them from the fire. You know, and set them on fire through the Holy Spirit. Bring them back to a righteous fire, a righteous burning. Um, you know, it's worth it. It's worth that pain. It's worth. It's. I don't. I don't think Jesus would have undone anything that he did. You know, at the cross. That that it was. I. I you know, and I, I'm speaking from a human standpoint. I, I, I don't want to misspeak myself, but I, I just, I think when he, well, it, you know, that that that, that that I just think I just envision that day of of the that that binding together that that marriage that it will. My hope for my king is that. It is all worth it, and it is good. That that's you know what I mean. My alignment isn't for myself, but it is is for my king, and it's for the, you know it's. I just I want them to have what they desire. I, I not them is is in plural, but I want God as singular. God the Father, God the Son, singular to have. You know I apologize. I, I didn't. I hope I didn't misword that, but. Um, you know, just thinking of the marriage, but also the, the, well, at the end of that thousand years too, that's where my mind was going of where, you know, uh, Mount Zion is, is, it comes down and a new heaven and a new earth. And I just, those things are, are just breathtaking to me. And and I, though I don't understand all the physics and all the things that are involved in it, it's still my desire for him, you know, the Lord my God, he sits upon the throne to have what he desires. And, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. You know, I don't get excited about... Uh, uh, 
elections or football or any of that stuff but what i do get excited about is 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 thinking about what what he deserves and what he's going to get and and that just that really gladdens my heart and you know and when i see trouble and when i see things that i don't like or or harsh times or maybe people um that mistreat others that are good that have done good that are good you know and and continue you know it, it it hurts but at the same time the the reward of of doing his will the 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 10 commandments and the beatitude far outweigh any of the pain and the torture and the torment that that we endure right now if i said that right mhm so well, yeah i mean we go to um uh, Philippians 2.12, and, and so, my dear friends, I'm reading out of the ISV, which I, I like just for just reading. Uh, and so, my dear friends, just as you have always obeyed, not only when I was with you, but even more now that I am absent, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is producing in you both to the, the desire and the will to do what pleases him. So we, we pay attention to that. And then uh, Philippians 1.6, I am convinced of this, that the one who began a good action among you will bring it to completion by the day of Messiah Jesus. Um, you know, I, you know, it, it's just the simple fact that he's going to get us there if we if we trust in him, if we actually take these things to heart and, and actually you know meditate on 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 these you know especially especially like you were saying that the, the Ten Commandments and the, and the Beatitudes, um, I, I think it's a um, uh, I remember doing a teaching uh, at one time at a church that we used to attend on, um, I was blessed enough to do a teaching on the, um, on 5-4, and uh, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And I was, I probably um, pulled up, I don't know, probably 13 pages of just going back to the original language and such of just doing word studies and what what was actually pieced out there and I did I looked at uh, done studies from several more of the Beatitudes since then but um, what the Lord Jesus was kind of showing me prophetically was that um, uh, we are in a sense with the Beatitudes building our Holy the Holies this is kind of the found this is the foundation is what he had shown me for the Holy of Holies this is the, the the center part of your heart that you are, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Well, what comes out of that? It needs to really come through the filter of the Ten Commandments, and especially uh, what Jesus spoke about the Ten Commandments and the Beatitudes. It's the attitude of being. It, it's 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 you know. Um, if, if I could, we'll go back. Uh, we can use a um, this. Kavanaugh, you know, these, these, you know, perfect scripture for him was blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, and for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
you know, uh, was this guy squeaky clean? Um, you know, he had a few things here and there, like he mentioned about his uh, his his childhood and what have you. Maybe he had a few too many beers here and there. But on the most part, and I and I and I'm not trying to get into anything too crazy here, but just this is pretty fresh, and I'm not trying to be swaying one way of one one side or the other. But if we just look at the facts of either testimony, um, he had quite a bit of evidence coming on his side to show that you know he has had quite a bit of respect towards women. Um, that. In, in my book would fall under being righteous and trying to live this out to the best of his ability and he was persecuted for it and where I was a little bit disappointed was in his anger towards those that were persecuting him you know had he taken um, maybe some time to read over these Beatitudes and actually take some time this here's the hard parts to worship in this and, and, and to be like this this is a rough this is hard on my family not to to acknowledge the emotion to acknowledge what's going on but then to worship him in the midst of it to say you know what it's because of you that I'm being persecuted and it's because of the sake of righteousness that I'm being persecuted to be counted worthy in this situation and to represent you well is just far beyond me and from that stance um, your enemies look very different and you, you actually your heart changes towards those that are actually persecuting that you see that um, they're being used by the enemy of our soul and then we can actually look like Jesus and say and even Stephen when he was being stoned to death to say you know forgive them they don't know what they're doing and um, I really wish that was more of the case for him in that that um, I understand you know some of the anger but um, uh, you know the scriptures do say to be angry but do not sin and I'm not calling him sinful I'm just saying that I think there could have been an even greater victory had he said you know what I don't hold any ill contempt against any of you um, this has nothing to do with you this is not personal this is the enemy using you and um, I, I just want to let you know that I'm praying for you um, what kind of impact would that have had in, in that courtroom no, no Sean um just to let you know when when this goes out it goes out all across the world so uh clarify to the listener exactly who and what you're talking about i know but okay. uh but we we have listeners literally all over the world that that catch this so well i guess if if you were to look up just um Brett Brett Kavanaugh and the and that him becoming uh, one of our Supreme Court justices or judges and there was just quite um, a debacle with that whole thing and um, it, it was very public news in America I don't know about around the world but if you just um, take a few minutes to look that up you're gonna get a barrage of all kinds of stuff but I'm sure that you can find online his um, 
his testimony before the the Senate committee and um, other testimonies as well and uh, there was a tremendous amount of emotion on both sides and uh, you know um, the gal that was um, accusing him of um, this goes like 30 some years back she she was accusing him <clears throat> excuse me uh, of uh, trying to uh, rape her at a party when they were teenagers and just saying that uh, her that him and another fella um, tried to hold her down and uh, um, force themselves on her and she got away before um, anything um, too bad happened but um, bad enough that uh, scarred her and uh, and it turns out that it, it was not Brett Kavanaugh, um, according to FBI investigation, according to Senate committee, and according to uh, testimonies given, and uh, something happened to this poor, poor woman uh, a long time ago, and uh, she's been having a hard time letting it go, and um, and and getting getting the help that she needs, and and finding the healing that she needs, and. Um, and, and and moving on with her life and uh, uh, and, I'm, and I'm not trying to speak of that lightly. Don't get me wrong. It's a very traumatic issue, and uh, it, it you know. But you know, there's there is there's I'm speaking on the side that there's there's ultimate healing in Jesus Christ, and you know we need to be praying for her, and definitely for any other woman that's been uh, sexually abused. That there's uh, um, healing. And and uh, but um, anyways, yeah. If you spend a little bit of time to look into that, and um, you, I think if you step back from the emotions of it and actually look at what really happened in this deal, that there was a lot more at play um, in the spiritual realm uh, than what was really going on in the, in, in the physical. Um, there's a lot of behind the scenes going on there, and I, I think um, had Brett had Brett Kavanaugh, in my opinion, been a little more uh, prepared spiritually, um, this could have been even a greater testimony for for Jesus in this. Not that it wasn't, but I think it, it could have gone, in my opinion, um, to a whole other level uh, of living and walking out the Beatitudes. And it, it's why Jesus really started out his ministry. Um, in, in his teaching on these. Okay, very good. Thank you for clarifying on that. I just didn't want anyone to be confused. I, you, know, you said the last name. I knew who you were talking about, but then I was like, oh, goodness. But, you know, I mean, for listeners who do not have that information, um, you know, like Sean was talking about, was the uh, the Book of Acts, the first martyr, Stephen, uh, would be an excellent read, as well as the entire Book of Acts, you know, as far as, far as for our arc building. But Sean was just using current events uh, this evening to kind of bring into light exactly what it is we're talking about when we're talking about the Ten Commandments and the Beatitudes. And, and I think, uh, you know, Sean followed that case. I, I really didn't, just a little bit here and there. I was looking at... Uh, well, quite a few other things, um, and but Sean followed it, and as you can tell, he he, he definitely uh, saw some things in there that, uh, um, well, were good for uh, 
for 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 a good example of what we're talking about and how uh how things could have been done uh they were done okay but could have been done you know even better and i think for a great example like Sean mentioned was was definitely the uh, first martyr after uh pentecost was uh Stephen so um <sighs> You know, I, I, Sean, one other thing here I think we should bring into the listeners' minds because we have the Ten Commandments. Now, before that, the children of Israel really didn't have anything. You know, can we agree on that? You know, if you read uh, from Genesis to Exodus, God doesn't really establish the law until Exodus, until after they are, you know, until they're in the wilderness, correct? Correct, yeah, just, um, yeah, there's just kind of this unspoken, unwritten kind of knowing of the holiness of God, and and it seems like as time goes on, that um, becomes a little little more distant, where he's got to kind of re-teach us, I guess, if uh, that's even a word. (laughs) Well, yeah, they, they. I mean, you're you're talking from Noah, you know, the lineage, and they they spread out, and of course they they try and uh, well, they come up with the uh, the Tower of Babel, and then from there uh, spread out, and of course, yeah, was, uh, several, you know, several generations, and 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 we see it if we if we are honest and look at our history of like how things. You know, we look at what the, they call the greatest generation in America in the 50s, and we look in the 60s. I mean, that was one generation of drastic change. So if we can imagine over thousands of years or even hundreds of years to, to thousands of years of um, what what kind of things were <laughs> going awry. <laughs> well, I, I guess all that to say, so he, you know, let, let's just fast forward. So, we, you know, we get to the Exodus uh they get the Ten Commandments, and so on and so forth. So now we have the entrance of the Lord Jesus Christ into injected into, or this this equal sign in the equation, and we then get the three and a half years. Uh, of his ministry, but we get the Beatitudes. And and after, you know, after he is crucified and after he uh, visits these disciples and basically tells them to wait, you know, and you get to the uh, book of Acts and, and they get the Holy Spirit. Um, so from that forward, do you... I mean, I have the the entirety of the 66 books. You have the entirety of the 66 books. I have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as as my Savior. Um, with that, I, I once you you know confess with your mouth, confess with your heart, um, you receive this free gift, the free gift of salvation, uh, with with the sevenfold Holy Spirit. With all that, do you think God's going to be less harsh on us or more? Oh, I, I, um, I, I shouldn't say harsh. Let's say a higher standard. 
I would say a higher standard because, you know, it, it, that still falls under the principle of too much that is given, much is, much will be required. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, all that to just bring into your mind as, as you're as you come into all these things that uh yeah we're going to be held to a higher standard but um also a much greater reward as well so i just uh i wanted to bring that to light as well as we're talking about these things but uh in the whole of building an ark well all these verses that we read from, including adding in the some of the chapters from uh, what the Book of Acts. What else did you add in there, Sean? Um, you, as far as I'm sorry, yeah, uh, different verses that uh, you read from this evening. I'm trying to think of the other. And was oh, it uh, uh, from, from Philippians? Yeah, we had from Philippians. We had, uh, you know, Matthew five, Exodus twenty, um, Isaiah uh, eight. Um, oh my goodness, so many different verses that come to mind when you start looking at these things, and so many things that the Holy Spirit brings to your remembrance as you're looking at one thing but the one thing we were really wanting to focus on this evening is is building as you're building an ark is 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 having that excuse me a rod of iron for yourself in your own life that uh that keeps you well on that narrow path and uh this can definitely all these verses can fly up on your ark and uh, make it that much more complete. Um, and if you would please get back to Genesis, get back to start reading, uh, you know, really start looking at Abraham, start looking at his three wives, and uh, we're going to tear that apart on the next one. That one's going to be good because we're going to get to see over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again, the Lord your God uses these three lineages to, well, execute his will. And we're going to see exactly what that is, uh, or start to see that. And we're going to see over and over, and we're going to start maybe asking the question of why and what the importance is as we reveal exactly what these lineages uh, are and what they'll perform. Because it is magnificent what he is going to do it really is it is it's it's way better than uh star wars football whatever uh any of that stuff so this is way cooler and uh oh by far and that's saying a lot because i used to be a. I know you're a star wars freak (laughs) way cooler than star wars way cooler han solo's got nothing on this so um look I just, uh, I wanted to give, because the Lord put this on my heart tonight, and uh, man, I'm so grateful to be doing this. I'm so humbled. I just, if you knew me a few years ago and I I told you I was going to do this, you probably would have said, whatever. I was was saying whatever when God told me. (laughs) And uh, I, I wanted to do this, and I wanted to do something to uh to reach out to to 
to commune with my brothers and sisters in a way that is difficult. And especially in the country I live in, in America, it's very difficult. For some reason, we uh, we make it more difficult than it should be, ladies and gentlemen, in America. We really do. It should be a much simpler way of living than it is, but we, uh, we've really made it difficult here and I sure I'm sorry about that, but uh, anyways, I just thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you so much for sharing this. It means the world to me. You have no idea, and I'm so grateful just to be in your ear, to be in your lives, and and to uh, share. What the Lord my God shares with me, it is free, just as the uh, gentleman who, well, gets this out, it is free. So, uh, thank you to him. Thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, Sean, if you want to give your website your closing comments, and uh, and then I'll finish this thing out, and we'll... We'll get on. Uh, we'll get off the horses. <laughs> um, sure. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have a uh, a website up as of yet. I really haven't been uh, commanded to do anything with that. So, um, and quite yet. But um, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Shami uh, Zidla. Uh, um, Pretty easy. I got weird last names like Joe, and uh, you to get a hold of me. That's probably one of the one of the better ways uh, you can message me or what have you on there. And uh, you know, right now I'm just in the middle of ministry school and such like that. So um, I'm I'm in a learning process, like much uh, like most others out there. So, um, anyways, uh, I think that's all I got to say on that. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on, Sean. I love having you on here. I love doing this with you. Did it last week. It just wasn't quite the same, but uh, (laughs) I got through it. Um, But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, thank you so much for listening. I sure appreciate it. You can find me on Facebook under Joe Musidla. uh, It's J-O-E-M-U-Z-Y-D-L-A dot nine on Facebook. J Musidla on Twitter. And, you know, if you want to contact me, uh, if you want to, look, I'll give you my phone number, whatever you need, whatever you need, I'm at your disposal, so, and I will do the very best that I can. And, uh, look, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Take care, and God bless.